After intense allegations of hazing, corroborated by a report by an independent law firm, eyewitness accounts of former players, and phenomenal reporting by Northwestern's elite school of journalism, Pat Fitzgerald has been fired as of yesterday afternoon. This is a sad day for Northwestern football. Whether your reaction is out of anger, sadness, whatever your reaction is to this, we can all agree that Pat Fitzgerald was the identity of Northwestern football. This is going to leave a mark on many fans and on the program itself for quite some time. Regardless of whether Pat Fitzgerald knew about any of this or not, it was his responsibility to know. And I think, therefore, the decision to let him go was, I think, warranted. I think that, at minimum, he should have been suspended a few games, maybe if the reaction was different from him, from the athletic director, and from the school president. But it all seemed very rushed. I think the university handled this very poorly. Pat Fitzgerald himself is now, I think, taking legal action against the university and lawyering up, as there was reportedly $42 million left on his contract at the time of his firing. But that is turning into a, a whole different situation in and of itself, and all I can say to Pat Fitzgerald was, I didn't see this coming, I don't think anyone in their right mind saw this coming. A scandal or having back-to-back-to-back one-win seasons was going to be the only thing that could take Pat Fitzgerald down, he's the winningest head coach in Northwestern football history, took them to heights and a level of consistent on-field success that has never been seen before in Wildcat football, and whether he knew about the hazing and the players who were involved in the hazing, I think legal action should be brought against them. Whether Fitzgerald knew about this or not, I think determines whether he's going to get or whether he should get a second chance in coaching or not. He's maintaining his innocence, but we know that not everyone's telling the truth, and we know that there are multiple opinions and multiple sides on this point. So it will take a while for everything to trickle down, especially since the actual report still hasn't been released. So thank you to the Northwestern School of Journalism for just reporting on anything they could find, and just spitting out eyewitness accounts and different elements of the report that they could find, just to give us access to the different perspectives and information so we can be more filled in. They're a great journalism school. Now, moving on to the football part. Again, this is a sad day. It's going to be a sad week, and I think sad years to come for Northwestern football. I thought that Pat Fitzgerald... I thought myself that I think rebuilding Northwestern football was going to be a near impossible task for him. I thought that the era of NIL, the transfer portal, all these different things, to a certain degree had left him and his program in the dust. I still viewed him as a good head coach, good strategist, but not a great one like I did after 2020. I didn't have the same fear or reverence of him like I did after that 2020 season where his team came out of nowhere and won the Big Ten West, finished in the top 10, their highest ranking in Pat Fitzgerald's tenure there. I didn't see that coming. 
but after a 3-9 and nine season in 2021, where they honestly should have been better, and then last year where, again, they should have been better, and then 2019, where they also went, you know, 3-9 and nine in the regular season, you gotta wonder if he was going to fix this, or if he even had the capacity to. I saw a comment on my channel, on a post that I did when he was fired yesterday afternoon, that basically said that this was inevitable, regardless if hazing ever happened, if this scandal was ever uncovered, or if Pat Fitzgerald just stayed with the university. They thought that his firing was inevitable, because they thought that he couldn't bring Northwestern football back to what he originally brought them to. In a sense, they were saying that he was either A, ruining the program, or B, he just couldn't keep up with the times. Northwestern went 1-11 last year, 1-8 in conference, not winning a single game on American soil. They were awful. Let me read you some of these losses. Southern Illinois by 7. Miami of Ohio by 3. Illinois by 38. Illinois was a good team last year, but allowing Illinois to score 41 points on you is a totally different story. Allowing Iowa to score 33 on you is heresy. Lost Illinois 33-13. to They played competitively against Maryland, even against Ohio State and Penn State, but against the Buckeyes and Nittany Lions. Those were in games where the weather conditions really evened things out. The road game at Penn State, there was heavy rain. Penn State had like five fumbles. That was the game that told me as a Michigan fan that there was very little doubt in my mind that Michigan was going to beat that Nittany Lion team because you can't have five fumbles no matter what. And then against Ohio State, the Buckeyes showed some vulnerability because, again, even with those heavy conditions, the fact that Northwestern was playing competitively with Ohio State for three quarters told me that Pat Fitzgerald might still have it, this team's just horrible, or more likely than not, Ohio State does have some serious vulnerability at the line of scrimmage, and when that wind took away the passing game, their schematics and their trench play were questionable. But going 1-11, 1-8 in the Big Ten was awful. In 2021, they only beat Indiana State, Ohio, and Rutgers. None of those teams... None of those teams finished with winning records. None. Not even Indiana State in the FCS. They finished with a 5-6 record. And they went 1-8 in the Big Ten again. So from a football perspective, this team was already taking a nosedive. And the nosedive just turned into a line straight down into the center of the earth, with Fitzgerald being fired. I don't know who they're going to hire like as the the actual head coach, not the interim, David Braun, most likely is going to be named the interim head coach. But looking at this team for the immediate and distant future, I don't know what to tell you. And I was going to make a video on Northwestern about a week ago, and I'm glad that I waited because this development is crazy. I did not see this coming. I I can say that I was pretty confident that Probably after 2024, maybe later, he was going to get fired or on his own accord, he would resign from the fact that he couldn't continue to coach and continue to succeed at Northwestern. I did not think an off-the-field scandal was going to just take him out like a bulldozer taking out a car. That's what happened. In the span of 72 hours, he went from being given 
the equivalent of a slap on the wrist to being fired. There was nothing like there's nothing like Urban Meyer being suspended three games. Nothing like that. Went from slap on the wrist to being canned. And maybe this is a controversial opinion, but I think that in the case of like, let's say Urban Meyer or Kirby Smart, for example, Meyer in 2018, Kirby Smart now, when there's some legitimate off-the-field concerns at those programs, the difference is they were winning at a high level. Urban Meyer is a known scumbag. The verdict is still somewhat out on Pat Fitzgerald. Again, he should have been let go. You got you, you have to know what's going on in your locker room. If you don't know what's going on in your locker room and he genuinely didn't know, that's a bad sign that he was that far distanced from his own players and out of control. That's not a good look. You can't do that as a head coach, especially when it's Northwestern, it's private, it's small, and you're the face of the program, and you come across as a player's coach. You can't do that. Completely unacceptable. And this is just talking about the world of college football that I think we live in. It's money, it's instant results, and I think that if Pat Fitzgerald was winning, and winning at a big level, like he was in 2018, 2017, and 2020, I think he probably would have gotten a suspension for a few games, maybe half the year, maybe a quarter or a third of the year. So these things, don't be surprised when they happen. It's disheartening, it's sad, but it's all too common, especially in the world of college football, the world of business, and really in the world of life. We don't know everyone. We don't know everyone. So believing that these things don't happen, I think, is a naive approach as it is. Just look at Georgia, look at Ohio State, look at Michigan with the, the reports about Bo Schembechler and his time there and Dr. Anderson, and that's my own program. These things happen in all walks of life. College football is no exception. And if you know Urban Meyer especially— and other head coaches too, you know that there are some verified, verified people in the sport of college football that aren't exactly the greatest of people. But anyway, I think that Northwestern football, just getting back to the main topic, is in kind of a, kind of a hole. It's probably an understatement. David Braun is expected to be hired as the interim head coach, previously coached at North Dakota State University, a winning program as a defensive coordinator and safeties coach. He, it hasn't been official official, but all the reports suggest that he will be the acting head coach. Um, I think that this team with him, I mean, he's never been a head coach. He was just hired as Northwestern's defensive coordinator six months ago. So a defensive coordinator who's never called the game in the Power Five, is now going to be taking over as head coach. This, to me, is just another example of everything being rushed. So I don't know what to tell you. My prediction for Northwestern football was already 2-10 and 10 and only beating UTEP and Howard. I didn't think Northwestern was going to win a conference game in the Big Ten. I don't think that either. Still. And they might go 0-12. They could lose to Howard. They could lose to UTEP. UTEP especially. UTEP is a mid-tier to good group of five program. So 
In regards to football, whether you have Ben Bryan at quarterback, A.J. Henning, Cam Johnson, those are incoming transfers, Josh Preby, Marshall Lang, the transfers and Preby and Lang, Cam Porter at running back as well. These are some of the better players on Northwestern's offense. And then Matt Lawson, defensively, Najee Story, um, Sean McLaughlin, Bryce Gallagher, um, Rod Hurd II. A lot of these players, I think, they're in a bad spot. And with the transfer portal, as we've seen with Penn State, these players will probably be given a waiver so they can transfer out. Um, it's very late, of course, in the cycle to do so. And I imagine may- maybe some of them could be given another year of eligibility. Who knows? But we'll have to see. This roster is not in good shape, though. I'll tell you that. Josh Preby is the only Northwestern player to be anywhere close to my All-American, not All-American, but All-Big Ten team, where he'd probably be on the honorable mention or third team at the tackle position. So this roster, not in a good spot. Coaching staff, not in a good spot. I have no idea why Pat Fitzgerald kept Mike Bajikane as the offensive coordinator when the offense scoring-wise was about 30 or 40 spots worse than the defense in scoring for two years in a row in 2021 and 2022. So there were off there were also questionable on-the-field conduct, keeping certain coaches that obviously I think weren't doing their jobs in you could have said that months ago. When you have an offense that consistently is outside of the top 100 for two seasons in a row, and he's been the offensive coordinator since 2020, and the offense wasn't great then. It was mainly the defense. That was Mike Hankwitz last season, and then everything imploded. you got to wonder, why wouldn't you make a change there? So the future for Northwestern, very uncertain. Very uncertain, very dark times. I think it's in jeopardy, and... Look, they need to find the perfect replacement. And Northwestern, being a part of the Big Ten, has the money. They ironically probably have more money than some higher-level ACC, Pac-12, and Big 12 schools to get a good head coach. But they're going to need to find the perfect replacement because divisions are being abolished, which means the Wildcats' schedule is about to get a little tougher. And Pat Fitzgerald was the identity of this program. He was. He was one of the best players in Big Ten football history, played in the Rose Bowl when Northwestern made it and had a, I think, 10-1 and or maybe 11-1 and season and won the Big Ten in the 90s, and they went to the Rose Bowl. He played for that team. He coached for over a decade at his alma mater. This also is the third coach, the third quote-unquote favorite son to be fired from the Big Ten West in the span of a year. Scott Frost was fired in September, Paul Christ in October of 2022, and now Pat Fitzgerald in July of 2023. So there actually has been a lot of Big Ten coaching turnover, just because Paul Christ and Scott Frost were immediately replaced by great coaches, by coaches that we all expect and know to be upgrades, Matt Rule, Luke Fickle, and Northwestern, it really feels like this is the only major turnover, to me at least. I mean, I've it feels like Matt Rule and Luke Fickle have been coaching at Wisconsin for longer than just the 2023 preseason. So we will see. Again, 
play every Saturday. Not all games are played in a day. Maybe Northwestern can pull off some upsets. I do expect there to be some transfers, but I think that unless there's waivers and unless there's extra years of eligibility given, and maybe David Braun is one over the locker room, or it also sounds like the Northwestern team was really angered by the immediate firing, so maybe they're motivated to stay together. Who knows? Northwestern football has a history of being a pretty unified roster. So we'll see where all this goes. All I can say is they need to have the perfect candidate if they want to continue to be successful in football. Maybe if they want to keep the program but take a back seat, which to me wouldn't make sense because of the $800 million investment they're putting in building a new modern stadium. Maybe maybe they'll invest away from football, but I don't think so. We'll just have to wait and see. This is a situation that while a decision has been made, and rightfully so, the aftermath, the effects, and just the trickling down of details, that's going to take some time. And I'm still kind of shocked and disappointed that we haven't gotten to see the full-on report. Don't know why, don't know what Northwestern has more to hide, unless it would put the president or athletic director's position in jeopardy themselves. But we'll have to see. I mean, the football program, I think, from a roster standpoint, recruiting standpoint, academic restrictions didn't already help. And now the head coach and the face of the program is gone. They're going to have to take the next several months to get the perfect candidate. And a guy who, one, can rebuild trust with the fans, trust with the program, with the world of college football and even high school football in the realm of recruiting— and also be a guy who can win games. And that's going to be hard. It's going to be very hard to do, especially at a school like Northwestern. They have the money, but do they have the prestige? Do they have the history? Do do people want to work at Northwestern as the head coach? We'll have to see all these different things. So Pat Fitzgerald's gone. I think that 0-12 in, is a real possibility for this team. My previous prediction was 2-10. and 10. Expect it to be the same if not worse, when my new and updated Big Ten Predictions video releases in, I'd say, a few weeks. So please subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell if you want to get notified when that video releases, and also if you want to get notified when I release new college football content. There will be a video out at 5 p.m. today, as this is 2 Video Tuesday. Thank you guys for watching. Comment your thoughts on the report the allegations, the evidence, anything anything you want to talk about regarding Northwestern football, comment down below in the comment section, and I'll love to discuss this with you guys. Thank you all for watching, and I'll see you around. Bye-bye.